Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Valbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm Laura Mora. And I'm Sarah J. The legendary Sarah J. <laughs> By the way, who bought us gifts today? Yeah. So let's talk about this CBD line first and foremost. Thank you. Um, well, I have Sarah J CBD, and it is a product line that focuses primarily on topicals. Um, I have a bath bomb that's got 100 milligrams of CBD in it. I have Ooh. a pain roller. I have massage oil and personal lubricant. All the products are organic and they're really great products. On For long days and even longer nights. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really great products even without having the CBD and then you add the CBD in it and it just makes it even better. What made you decide this was something you wanted to do? Um, no, I've always been involved in the cannabis industry, but like once I started to really find out like how CBD is accepted and it's legal. 
I was like, <laughs> let's go with this for a second. Not only that, but I use CBD personally. Like I used it for sleep a lot and I use it like topically, uh, for like sore muscles. Like the older I get, the more of mm-hmm. it I use. I don't really want to always take like Advil or be putting like Bengay or weird chemicals and stuff yeah. on my, my skin. I would much rather use something like that's natural and organic. And, uh, yeah, CBD, what it does is it increases circulation. Right. So that way um, it can help relieve, like, inflammation. And I use and CBD oil, so yeah. I'm not, I can't wait to try that. Is it safe to put it in your vagina? You put it on your vagina, okay. not in your vagina. <laughs> Just had to ask as a lubricant. Yeah, can you put yeah it-, it is definitely a lubricant. The lubricant I have is, like, a really nice lube. But uh, like the regular CBDs, you don't want to put that inside. You only want to put things made for your personal lubricant. So the lubricant is, um, there's some here. Two of these are personal lubricant and two of these are pain roll-on. Okay. But the way it works is it increases the circulation. So that increases the stimulation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's very nice. Well, we'll take, we nice. definitely believe you. So. It's very <laughs> nice. It's very nice. I'll um, take your word for it. Yeah. Yep. And the other ones that are in there, the pain roll-on, and they've got like menthol and camphor in them. Nice. So um, not only does it like, it's very like aromatic, you know. Right. So clean out your. Yes. You yeah. might need that for your allergies, Gigi. Right. Yeah. And, and I'll take a pain roller too. I know. We all got yeah, you. Got all. It. I mean, <laughs> there's two, I was going to say, there's two pain rollers and two lubes. So you guys going to have to figure out who wants That's one. what I'm saying. I'll take a pain, oh, you want a pain roller. Okay. Because my pussy is like leaking all the time. So. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were saying for the pain. I was like, wait a nah, minute. Leaking. It's, it's okay. I don't need the lube. But the, the pain roller is great, especially if you've got like migraines or like mm-hmm. neck pain and stuff. Okay. Okay, I always my I be sitting like this all the times. So I gotta learn your how to back, your yeah. shoulders, so and I'm always sitting about down. The pain roller, me and you, Ash. There's mm-hmm. two of them. There's yeah, two of them. But them. what about G for her sickness? What? That's fine. Yes, yes, forget you, it. No, I'll no, no. My, you I'll can give mine to G because she has. Allergies. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, it, maybe Laura, right. you can have the lube one for your booty. I'll take the lube. I don't for your booty. booty. Yeah, because one day you won't get a bad I'm gonna need to be on some heavy drugs. <laughs> but let's dig into Sarah J a little bit, okay? Because first of all, I was telling the ladies that I actually spent New Year's with you yeah. one year, yeah. and it was very random. My friend Mecca actually, he's on Math Hoffa's podcast now. Mm-hmm. You were, um, we were all out. Jay Electronica was with me. I think uh, Q-Tip was DJing. It was at Brooklyn Bowl. We had some funny pictures because B-Dot took some edibles that night that my brother <laughs> made. B-Dot was with us. Oh, your brother? Uh, forget it. Uh, my right. brother was there, yes. And know, but your edibles. brother gave the edibles? Forget yeah, it. we are. Because your know. brother got the best edibles. Yeah. And for some reason, he thought he could, like, just keep on eating them. No. Because you really don't kick in for a little while. Yeah, you got to. And so he was passed out. Like, we were sitting in Brooklyn Bowl. We were there. Well, he was sitting. He couldn't move, but he was smiling. So we knew he was alive. But he was smiling the whole time, not moving. And we definitely had some good pictures with your boobs all, like, in his face and stuff like that. (laughs) How many years ago do you think that was, though? I don't know. I could look. It's on my Facebook. Wow. Like, damn. If, damn. if I was Definitely to guess, I feel like maybe 10, 2009. No, more than that. Wow. Oh, That's yeah, 13. more than that. Like 14 yeah, years no, ago. Like 2009, years. maybe. Wow. 
That was a fun New Year's. Do you, yeah. Do you remember like some of your most fun New Year's ever? Because I feel like as I get older, New Year's gets Oof. more lame. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It gets I think more in the house. On yeah, the couch. very much. The in last the house, fun right. New Year I had, like real fun New Year, was in Miami, and Same. then before that was the time that we had a party. Oh yeah, we, can, we she came to my house. We didn't really oh, do no, much. Not, oh no, that that was the year. The year. Oh, before. and then we went to a party too remember in we Brooklyn. Went to a party and mm-hmm. we got like the dope picture behind the graffiti. Yeah. Well, it was a backdrop. Yeah, that one was cool. I had a good time on yeah. that one. Do you but. remember your most lit New Year's? <laughs> What's a Saturday um, New Year like? Oh, right. girl, they're all over the place. Sometimes, like, it ends up being, like, house party. Because I, like, at this point, like, I like to gather with my friends. But also, do we really need to be out there? <laughs> like, right. I was talking it, about, so let's go back to when we were out there. Yeah, What's your yeah. most lit New Year? Oh, you all know. You've seen it. You've seen it online. No, there was... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's been some good ones though. There's been some good ones and some bad ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I might have gotten into a fight in New York City. You got into a fight? Oh, shit. Street. Really? Well, on New, New Year's? I might have, yep. What wow. were you fighting about? Oh, like, so it's one of those things where like we were kind of staying near Times Square and we were in a taxi and I was with a bunch of my friends and it was before New Year's. It was like before, it was like maybe. 7 p.m. or something, 8. Like, you know, it's starting to get, like, crazy down there. But, like, we need to get to the hotel real quick. The ho- the cab driver, instead of going around everything, just decides to, like, go straight through. And, um, like, it's all blo- blocked off by, with people. Like, people are like, no, you're not going. You're like, there's just people. They're like, no, nah, it's not coming. So I'm, like, already pissed off at the cab driver because I felt like you did this on purpose. You live here. You're a taxi you know driver, you too. Like, you know you can't do that. Come oh, on. Yeah, if anybody time. knows, you know. And, uh, yeah, so then I don't know. Like, I got outside the car, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Were you drunk? I was not drunk, but okay. I was drinking. Okay. What were you drinking? Like, champagne. Not yeah, even New Year's. Yeah. Like, I had been at a friend's house, like, just drinking. Like, we were drinking like we're drinking right now. Okay, uh-oh. Nothing serious. Don't you fight us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I don't know. Like, um, it, you know, this was also a long time ago, but... Something happened. I was outside the car. I'm like fighting with this guy. I end up losing my hat out the car. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to just leave here without my hat. I go back to get my hat. And like, they want to fight me for my hat. I'm like, oh, my God. What? Yeah, it was just like this Real whole New thing, York like, experience. It was just like this crazy. like, shit, like a drug like, New York experience. Also, yeah. like, don't give me at the wrong time. I'm not one to back down. You know what I'm saying? We like, believe that. Anything. <laughs> my most yeah. lit New Year's, I'll never forget it. We would... It, I remember Drake had a show. Little Wayne came out. We were backstage. It was real cool. Like, that's how it started. And then everybody separated. And I called somebody else who was really famous. And they took me to another private party. And then we were, like, partying to, like... The sun came up. 12 o'clock the next day. We had waffles. (laughs) I think Miami is the best That was the most lit years I ever had. I remember one year I was with, oh I, and in LA I had a really lit New Year's I can see that so. I think the weather gotta be nice to have a good lit New Year's I mean I know you were in New York you know fighting over a hat but <laughs> wow. I feel like when the weather's nice it's way better but alright sure. so Sarah J I, I want to ask you this I'm sure a lot of people recognize you all the time because you are like one of the most recognizable faces but in particular and I was saying this in the black community people love you 
And I was trying to explain why, but I think it's because there used to be this stigma for like, if you do porn, if you're a white woman and you do porn with black actors, that it was like frowned upon and then your money would go down. I know people yeah, have told me that before. So can you talk a little bit about your background and how you got started and if there's any truth to that? Uh, at the time, there was a lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that way anymore, mm -hmm. thankfully. But, um, you know, we're talking 22 years ago when I got started. So, yeah, at the time it was definitely like that. I didn't know it was like that. You know, uh, the way that I got into porn was like very... Uh, you know, we all have our own path and it was like very organic and it's something that I sought out and that I wanted to do. And I had, yeah, I had no idea that there was like a paid disparage like situation. Like I had no idea mm -hmm. that I should, or I could, I shouldn't say should, but that there were girls that were asking more to fuck black guys. Wow. Like that blew my mind when people would ask me how much to do this scene with this guy. And I'm like, what do you mean? The same as the other guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, <laughs> right, right. like, that's crazy. Like, are you serious? Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, so, um, that, you know, like it just didn't even like, I never even made it a thing into this day. Like I, I just, I don't really make race the thing. Like, it's just not a thing. It's not you that does it, but yeah, in porn, right. definitely when you're like searching sure. for certain things, for some reason, people like a certain like ethnicity. Sometimes yeah. people like yeah. quote unquote interracial porn and they like to see, yeah. you know. And, you know, I have a production company and it's a very thin, thin line between like serving like an SEO, like search engine optimization and like serving people's fetishes and not fetishizing skin color. And, you know, these are all like things that I think about yeah. when I'm producing content and not just like fetishizing skin color, but what can we do to, um, change this view in the world to be mm -hmm. honest with you because like i create images that last on people's minds forever whether you approve of what i do or not irrelevant the images i create will last on somebody's mind for eternity yeah. so what kind of images do i can I agree with create, that you know remember. <laughs> yeah like you're gonna remember it right like if it's if it's something that like you know you see that one thing that one time when you're at that right age when you were looking for that one thing and you just stuck you know and so, like, I want, I try to be create, like, mindful in, of the images that I'm creating. Most of the content that I create are people of mixed ethnicities. Like, mm -hmm. it'd be like United Colors of Benetton on my yes. sets, you know, because that's the change that I want to see in the world. And that's the images that I want to create. And that's the things that I want people to think about when they're jerking off. Okay. Wide Side Productions, <laughs> yeah. right? That's the name of the production company. How, what do you do for people to feel comfortable on set? Because, you know, I'm sure that when you're first getting started and we've had a lot of other porn stars up here before, they talk about their experiences like first getting started and not being so comfortable. Sometimes people are like I have to drink, I have to smoke, I have to do whatever. So mm -hmm. as a producer on the other side of the camera, what do you do so people can feel at ease? I'm like very laid back and easygoing anyway. So I think just like my presence and the letting them know that I'm here for them if they need anything, I'm totally accessible. Um, going over their no's and like also their yeses, like mm -hmm. things that they like, things that they don't like. What's a bit, what's some no's that you see a lot? Um, like, okay. So like a lot of times, like girls don't want to do anal, like if they're not booked to do anal. Mm -hmm. So like no butt stuff is like guys. You have to let, prepare for that. Yeah. And also guys will let you know, no right. butt stuff. Okay. Everybody's no butt stuff. Today. Great. We're all no butt stuff. Fantastic. <laughs> and then like, um, sometimes if people have sensitive nipples, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I don't really like that. Like, I would like it if you don't touch my nipples or okay. like. 
like like don't smack me in the face or something. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a hard no for me. Uh, well, yeah. Stephanie's like that's a hard yes. I'm yeah. like, what no? What? <laughs> do, you have, do you have any no's when you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have no anal for sure. Like, so yeah, you don't never do anal, anal at all. Mm-hmm. I don't do anal. Not with your lube. Did? That would be great advertising right. for your lube. I'm not gonna lie. Sarah J does anal. She don't do that, but with my new lube. <laughs> yeah, so no anal, and um, I actually I don't do any like family stuff. So you know, you see all the like stepmom the and the family mom. parents stuff out there. I actually don't do any of that. I mean, they might label it whatever they label it. I, I can't control it after I shoot it sometimes. But um, yeah, I I just feel like there's certain boundaries that we don't need to promote. Like kind of what do I was saying? Like I try to create responsible images, and like I don't really think fucking your stepmom is like that. <laughs> but like I just don't like you know like I do a lot of stuff where it's like neighbors and lawyers and like nurses and like teachers and stuff. Oh my god, I have to admit, I don't know. You like that? You like this is what I do for a living, so it's like they're not related. Yeah, they're not related, and it's like it'll be like the stepdaughter, and she's like. Oh, thank you for teaching me this, right. mom. And then uh-huh. her boyfriend—it's like Woody Allen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you should like that. You were saying this is what That's you do for a living. Yeah, it's like this is what I do for a living. So you know, even you gotta have like your own morals on all the things that you do, you know, and I care. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I know people who are um, <laughs> victims of incest and okay. all, like, yes, yeah, yes, it's a yes, person. Yes, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I just don't think that, um, I think that that can be taken to and normalized too easily. Okay. Like, f- stepbrothers and stepsisters fucking each other and stuff. And, like, I just think it can be normalized really quickly. What's a hard yes for you then? Um, I like to be choked generally. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like some people's like, um, touch is wrong, but most people you could choke me if we're the time is right. Sometimes it's just like the, some people don't touch right. You know, and okay. you're like, I don't want you touching nothing actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's a chemistry thing though. That's a real life chemistry is, thing. Cause some people could touch you yeah. and immediately you like wet. Right. Yeah. And yes. then some people, sure. they could do that yeah. and you're like, Ugh, you I definitely like right. kissing. I like kissing a lot. I'm a a big fan. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boost the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, 
Your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Valbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay. So you're still filming porn. You're, yeah. you're so I have a question. You know the black the black films. Yeah. Have you done? No. Have you haven't? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Jeez, I don't, that's my favorite. I, I've heard yeah. Like I just don't like the word is a verb. Okay, mm-hmm. so you won't do you won't work with them. Yeah, like it's not it's not like my favorite word. Like I just feel like even though I feel like a lot of their stuff is really pretty and it's shot really well. It like is. The word is a verb kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you know, you're in a position where you I don't kind of, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah you what, could do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When did you realize that this was going to really take off for you? 
Because uh, there's so many people that try it and will never reach yeah. the level of success or can't like sustain a living. That's just my personality, right. to be honest with you. I don't care what I did. I could sell wine for a living. I could be an <laughs> accountant. I could like put, install these floors right here. I would be the best. Yes. I'd be the best floor installer. I'd be the best audio person, the best wine no, that's what I was saying <laughs> earlier. I used to follow you on Instagram, and it's not like I it was follow only, you on Instagram. Yeah, and it's not like it's only porn. You had a great personality. Thank you. Like, right. I really enjoyed you. following yeah. you on Instagram. <laughs> you went to school right? for psychology. I did. I yes. went to school for a few things. I went to school for psychology. I went to school for interior design. I went to school for film. See, this all yeah. psychology probably does help a lot too. Mm-hmm. Psychology come came natural though, and like I was like, oh look at that! I can use those little like mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's it helped a lot in stripping too because I was a stripper before I did porn, mm-hmm. and like I'll tell you, psychology helped a lot in stripping. I'm sure it did. Yeah, 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 yeah girl. Explain, explain yeah. why. Well, because you spend a lot of time talking to people, and part of being a stripper, besides like being a physical entertainer, you our companion like so you sit here and you talk to people and like you can't just be like yeah that's cool all right you know you have to be engaging and like ask questions be interested yeah make you feel like you're so special and then also yeah you know what kind of like levels can you what what kind of lines can we walk you know of like make you feel special but not too special but just enough special Mm -hmm. you know like it's yeah what's the creepiest experience you had where you were like okay you gotta chill oh man so many so like (laughs) let me just like say that i started out dancing i lived in ohio Mm -hmm. in cincinnati which is in the corner um and it borders kentucky and indiana you actually fly into since yeah you fly into airport the cincinnati airport's in kentucky okay yeah Right. So like uh, where I lived, you had to go over to Kentucky to dance if you wanted to be a stripper. And I didn't really have a car. So we're going (laughs) to go to Kentucky because it's like right there. (laughs) And yeah, the clubs. Yeah, there was a lot of interesting stuff. (laughs) Give us an example. I mean, we're like, okay, just paint a picture. You know, this is probably like 1998. Oh, in like northern Kentucky. <laughs> All right, I'm picturing you. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about the 90s. Yeah, there's like a, a bar, probably uh, several of them, but the bar that you're going to probably has like four strippers. Wow. And the stage is a little bit broken when you walk, get up on the step. Be careful. <laughs> like there's a splinter in the handrail too, so don't touch the handrail. The handrail oh, gets splintered. You know, like yeah, it's like it's not the like the, the best situation. It's not glossy. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. it's not in like some of the craziest stories i have are from like those times i mean maybe like like wildest when it comes to like you know walking in on like orgies or like girl like naughty things and all kinds of stuff maybe that was vegas but Mm -hmm. like just like mind-blowing you'll never see this again in your life like (laughs) Pulp Fiction-esque type things. Wow. That was Northern Kentucky. Yeah. This feels like a series. Wow. Yeah, right. like, yeah. you know, I, I saw girls shooting heroin up in their toes in the bathroom. Oh, wow. I saw, <laughs> I saw like guys. This was in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. I saw guys like this. There was this guy who used to come in and buy girls pee. Oh wow! Oh, I had one of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there was like all kinds of stuff. There was some guy used to come in, and like I like was young, and I was like, <laughs> I'm the type of person I will like run the other direction, but I will like 
Yeah. But I want to see kind of what's happening. I want to be involved, but I still want to see what's happening. And there was this guy who used to bring in these like tools and they have a name and I forget what they're called, but like these tools and he would like slide the, go in the bathroom and like slide the tool up his like dick and then have like a fishing line from the tool and the girl on stage while she was dancing would pull on it. No. Like there was crazy shit. You know, like that's painful. Yes. But we've seen dominatrices. We've seen all kinds of things. So people. She's right. Things you never know. But people like all kinds of things. That's why I'm like, you'd be surprised. Because you can get paid to actually not have sex too. Absolutely. And engage in these things where you're just like, okay, let me just pull this. You'd be surprised. Let me show you some pee. No, I tell you, when I was a stripper, there was this guy who used to just want me to put my foot in his balls like just oh, yeah they love like, that with your heel yeah with the heel yep. exactly yep. with the stripper heel just for 15 minutes I used to see girls get their hair brushed like girls with real nice fluffy hair okay I would do that yeah. <laughs> yeah no right. when you said like um, like <laughs> orgies and things yeah. I'm like oh that's regular but then you right. got to the real stuff I'm yeah. like oh she, she was what's the most right. money you made in a night ever like out of all in your Good. dancing just experience just like just stripping just mm-hmm. as a stripper stripping Honestly, not that much to be. I'm not even gonna fl- front like maybe like mm, eighteen hundred dollars. Okay, I'm yeah, surprised. like nothing crazy or anything. But I worked at a different time. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Exactly. I didn't. It wasn't making was a rain. That was a lot no, of money for big like yeah. like not at all. And I worked in different types of clubs. You know, like starting out in like Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. Right. Like it's a different time with different types of clubs. It wasn't like that. I and. Like dances, like I used to tell the this story. This is like kind of mind blowing. During the recession, I was a stripper, right? And <laughs> I was just making that transition to porn. I was so I was doing both. And there would be nights where like you end up paying the club more than you oh, are taking home. Yeah. 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 Like so fee. I remember the house fee was 70 bucks and the dances were 30 bucks a piece. And you had to pay ten dollars out of each one of those dances yep. to the club. Sheesh. Yep. So in order the club to cover make money regardless. In right. order to cover that, you had to do over three dances, mm-hmm. you know, in order to take to any money at home at make all. Something. And yeah. then you start making money. And, and then you start making money on dance number four. But like it, nobody, it's a Tuesday in the recession and it's already 2 a.m. Nobody's, you're not going to. Yeah. Did gonna they make, at least give you like free drinks or anything? Pink well, lemonade. Well, customers will buy you drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm saying, but if there's no yeah. customers yeah. even buying yeah. dances. Like, can yeah. I get a shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what made you decide, okay, now it's time for me to do porn? Cause like there was so much drama. Like, like I went from going to like a Midwest, like little tiny itty bitty bar to dancing in Vegas. And there was like just so much drama, so many more girls, so many more customers, so much more like drug problems and like (laughs) depression and bipolar, like all these things. And I was like, this is awful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I did, I've always really appreciated, um, the way that, uh, adult work has helped me bring out my sexuality and allowed me to just be sexy and, um, experience that. And so that's something that I kind of like wanted to stay in. And, uh, I met a girl who did porn and I was like, (laughs) and also like my brother-in-law at the time, because I was married to my brother-in-law at the time, he really liked porn and he would always have me take him to the porn shop on payday. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. And like this happened for years, right? So like, yeah, I didn't really watch porn a lot, but like, that's how my, how my introduction. Did he ever try to holler at you? No, but like I would go to the porn shop and he would be like doing whatever he was doing. And I would just like look at the back of boxes and be like, wow, this looks like fun kind of. Mm -hmm. And you said your husband used to actually, you had him take pictures and stuff of you. I did. He's he's the one who helped me get started a little bit, you know? Was he ever jealous? Um, you know, I don't think he was ever jealous, like, but we did like kind of grow apart. I think just because he wasn't really looking for like a real exciting, like dynamic lifestyle. And I didn't know that I was when I met him. So I met him when I was so young, right. you know, but once shit started popping off for me, I was like, like I want to kind of like, yeah, yeah, roll with this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, cool with just chilling at home. Right. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Have you ever dated anybody that you been on film with no i don't you know what i'll be honest i don't really date you don't date. yeah no i don't really date it's so complicated to like date somebody you know because it, that's a lot to expect of somebody you know to deal with like all that i am mm-hmm. not the only the fact that like sex is involved in my work because sex could easily not be involved in my work too. Like I've got enough stuff going on. I could. Yeah. That's why I asked you if you were still I, filming. Yeah. Because like, why not? Yeah. Like exactly. absolutely. I why mean, not? Like yeah, I, I still like I, sex. I would, like I why not? Like but I don't have to, you mm-hmm. know, but the thing is, is that now I'm Sarah J. Right. So in addition to dealing with the fact that I may or may not be having sex with while in a relationship with you. Now you also have to deal with the fact that I am Sarah J when we right. go out, out in public right. and places. And people are like, oh my God, Sarah yeah, J. And your dad, I love your and your work. Cousin, yeah. uh-huh. And what's that, you know, your uncle and like, yeah. All but those some guys people. might take pride in that too. Right. Some guys do. Yeah. Absolutely. But yes. it's like, it's not something that I'm like actively looking for. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, whatever. If it's cool, if something awesome happens, it does. It you does, know what else about you? You keep everything confidential. Of course. Because people will be like, oh, you dated this person. You dated that mm-hmm. person. Mm-mm. You know, they were saying Barack Obama was in your DMs. <laughs> I know you said he was, but because but Barack Obama was following her, it turned into a what? big thing. I remember yeah. that. I was like, okay, Sarah J. Because wow. our president what? was following yeah, presidential. <laughs> Sarah J. And I was like, listen, first of all, it's a human thing. He probably right. definitely was like, oh, I enjoy this. <laughs> blown up all over the place yeah. when that happened people were like interviewing you about that they, i remember yeah. everybody wanted to scoop on that and it's like you know i just wanted to like kind of let it go it's actually it happened like it's so long ago mm-hmm. that like and people didn't really pick up on it until late like he started following me in 2008 mm-hmm. and i honestly think that it was just like that time in twitter when twitter was first just starting to pop when you followed everybody that yes, followed yes, you, yes, you know, right. and like I Lady was Gaga definitely follows me to this day. Yeah. yeah, I was definitely like uh, <laughs> a supporter of Obama during his election, you know, so like uh, that could have happened or maybe he likes to watch my work. Right. That's yeah. cool, too. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like yeah, just and when people start bringing out like, let the man be, let, yeah. let right. them just be. OK, like, like, don't make him follow me. I'm like, you just make it hot like right. y'all making it hot like, <laughs> I, 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 what's I've known he even following me and nobody nobody said nothing I know when they do it I just ignore them like Shh, yeah leave, leave it alone let him follow me maybe he's just gonna follow me it's fine what do you think when people say that watching porn can ruin your sex life 
because we've had several people say that mm-hmm. and there's a lot of a lot of people that believe that that when you watch yeah. porn there's these unrealistic expectations and it's dangerous I mean, I feel Mm -hmm. like anything can be dangerous. And I do feel like it can be a tool to use. You can overuse it. You can misuse it. But I feel like porn also can be a tool to use to like... There's lots of different kinds of porn. It's educational. Like, yeah, it can be educational. Yeah, me, you don't I have love... to watch the extreme shit. Like, watch some lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, yeah no, I love plot. watching the porn. <laughs> I like watching porn with my man and being like, okay, let's do that. Okay, let's try this. Yeah. All right, let's put, a, but let's put my leg there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I, I, like you said, it's educational. I, yep. I, feel, I like watching porn it's with my man. Inspiration for your and masturbation. And it makes me come faster, too, with yeah. porn on the TV when I'm fucking... Yeah, you know, like I, I find that like I when I have sex with people who have like ADD and they're like brains all over the place, if you like kind of put porn on and kind of submerge <laughs> them in sex, it kind of helps, right? ADD. Do you put your own porn on? You know, I do not. Like, no. Like, I, and when it's super hard. For, like, I would prefer not to pick the porn that we are putting on because. I know her, I know him, I know that couch, no, that's like, right. you know, like, sure. I know that there's like, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where they're filming, like, right. I just, and I am so distracted by all that, I'm like, oh, she's not enjoying it, her foot hurts, I can tell, like, <laughs> her shoes, those shoes, yeah, no, it's awful, like, I'm just not the person to watch porn with, but you should put something on while I'm sucking you or licking you or whatever, go ahead and help yourself to help whatever. Yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy all your senses. Do you um actually like enjoy every single scene? Have you ever faked in a scene? Yeah, or is it like real, real. Like no, you know, real? like okay, I mean, I am creating acting. a product and I am trying to um make a good product, but at the same time, I'm also trying to get off. So I'm gonna do everything I possibly can to get off on this other person that I am with right now, uh, and I hope it works out. If not, I'll throw in a fake one for you. Right. Like, you just gotta look good on camera. Yeah. Because, you know, we all have days that are off days, too. And we all have days that, like, man, I don't feel like going to work. And also, sometimes, (laughs) like, I mean, we're all women here. We know that we have many different types of orgasms. Sometimes you have a little one. You're like, that. I don't know if that was monumental enough for camera. Yeah, you gotta uh, overdo it. (laughs) (laughs) Take two. Do you hire buffers? Like, do you have people that are, like, are buffers? Like, fluffers? Fluffers. Fluffers. Fluff you up. Yeah, you know, um, not really. Sorry. Like that, there are fluffers in yeah. scenes, but they're usually for like multiple person scenes sometimes. Okay. okay. Like okay. gangbangs or something. Like if there's like a lot of guys involved. Okay. Like and they all need to look look hard or like somewhat alive at the same time. Sometimes they'll have fluffers for that, but it's okay. very it's rare that they have fluffers anymore. And you don't you guys don't use them on the women. No, we don't, don't need that. You know what? You got we the Sarah J. Lube. Yep. You got the <laughs> Sarah J. Lube, bro. <laughs> Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important 
to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boost the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Have you ever, um, and I have to assume that this happens just like we have off days. There's got to be times when guys also have off days and they just can't perform. Yeah. What do you do in a situation like that? Is it just, oh. all right, go home or like what happens? Okay, so like as the female performer, uh, I try to like pull out every sexual trick in the book to try to make it happen because uh-huh. like I want to create this product and I do want to go home with a paycheck today. Mm-hmm. And I also th- like the worst thing that can happen, right? The absolute worst thing that can happen, I guess, is that like I try for a really long time with this guy and it doesn't work out. Like maybe they got me stuck in his dick for like two hours by, by my choice because I right. feel like that this might be the, like the solution. You know? I'm not sucking anybody's dick. No, for I'm two okay. Hours. I'm a champ. But I can do it. Like I it's okay. It. I can do it. But then, <laughs> but then, <laughs> two no, hours. Come on. Like you guys stop and fuck and then you suck or you suck in just the whole. Yeah, maybe both. Like whatever. I'm, I'm a, I can't I'm do a team player, so like whatever we need to do. So like, yeah. let's say I've been working on this gentleman for like two hours, and I'm like, I have to tell the director, I'm like, look. It's not going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> he thinks it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen. I'm letting you know this is not definitely dead in the water. Because you got to realize we already filmed like all the pickup, right. all the shit that was outside at the park. We took three takes at the park. Like there was kids around. They kept on screaming. You know what I'm saying? It was like, <laughs> okay, so now we're just at the end. And we, I just need you to do your thing. You right. Know, just I need the, thing the money shot. Right. right. We just, we're ready for you now. <laughs> and like he just can't do it. So then they're like, well, I mean, we can call this other guy and he can just come in and dump a load on you and you're like Ugh, great why didn't we do that 20 minutes ago <laughs> but no also like okay so as a female cool you're like yeah do that let's let's hurry up and get this if you're happy with that i'm happy with that let's do let's this go. right as a director which i'm also a director and a producer I'm like, that is exactly what I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, that's a different dick. It is yeah. a different dick. Yeah. They're going to know it's a different dick. And lucky <laughs> I have this amazing videographer that if we ever had to do that, which we never have to do that. But if we ever had to do that, he would be able to do the best he could at like trying to line up the head of the dick. And so, no, what we normally do is we do a CGI. Fake, <laughs> no, we do fake internal pop, what we call a FIP. Mm-hmm. And that's like a fake internal pop. Like we will put like fake cum in the pussy and make it look like it was a cream pie okay scene fire. yeah fire. yeah i mean we have to save the scene like we spent all fucking day shooting this wow. thing by the Something. fucking park like, we we mean, i rented a van check. to hold the crew you know like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like there's a lot of things to go into at guys. least not a player like, jerking off. that show will try for two hours and that's a chance because two yeah, hours i'm gonna like, be like look yeah, first least, of all three minutes you ain't come yet so I don't like I don't let the girls work that hard on my set because like it's I know much. how it's how it is you know like <laughs> so like when as soon as I can tell she's like starting to get a little sweaty and like my jaw she, hurts you know how it is when she goes from one hand to the other I'm like okay we need to figure out this right, we gotta get this done yeah, and I'll pull the guy aside I'm like what do you need like what is it that I can get for you is right. there anything that I can do you need it hotter do you need it colder do you need water do you need Gatorade do you need Viagra do you need what can I get for you? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, a magazine? Do you need to look at somebody? You need to look at the internet? You need to call somebody? What I don't know. Cities, what's up? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> no, like, I will literally just go through all the things that you could possibly need. Like, I'm here for you. I'm on your team. There's no pressure, but we would like you to come today. And like, how can I get that from you? See, look at that. That's a boss. Right. <laughs> what do you prefer doing more, producing or actually being on scene? Do you know, I've been doing it 22 years, so it's obviously changed a lot. Like, when I was younger, it was like, yeah, just fuck me. This is great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm older, I really get pride out of creating a product. So mm-hmm. that's cool. And uh, I'm also like personally, like sexually, like definitely a voyeur. So I get a little like satisfaction yes. out of like telling people what to do and watching them and be like, oh, <laughs> you need to fuck her harder and, you know, put your leg up over there. We need to see it more. I need to see your balls hanging down. Yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah, yeah it's super fun. What do you think makes them producing? What do you think makes somebody a star? Uh, you know, okay, so marketing and promotion. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of times these people that we are familiar with, we're familiar with them because there was a large company that backed them, put a lot of money behind them and shoved them all in your faces, you know, and you're like, oh, this person must be the best. And it's like, not necessarily. That's who that company backed and put all their advertising dollars Sounds like the music business. Of course, of course. So like, I feel that for me, the people that we like to work with and that we would consider stars are people that actually truly like sex also are fully like responsible health-wise physical appearance they present themselves as a good product like they're a good product inside out they're a pleasure to work with they're like people who you know do a lot of self-promoting and stuff so i used to manage talent and that's what i would look for is Mm -hmm. people that um, take pride in their product, understand that we are having a great time, but yes. we are making a product also. It's work. It still right. works. Yeah, it still, still works. Work, you know, just like music, just like you said, you know, it's like super fun to hang out on the studio on it, but you gotta fucking turn something in in the morning. You gotta be on time. You, you gotta, gotta come in, 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 work. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So when did you start having sex? Like, what was, like, at what age did you start having sex? I was 18. You was, wow. Yeah. 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 You know, um, I am an only child. And so I grew up around adults. And I knew that the person that I was going to lose my virginity to would be an adult. So I just waited until I was an adult. That turns sent nobody to jail. Yeah, I wasn't attracted to anybody that I went to school with or anything like that. Like, I gave a couple of blowjobs to some friends just to, like, see how I was doing and try it <laughs> no, out. Like, try it out. Give me some constructive criticism. No, I bet that would be easy to get some volunteers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, like, when the it first time in, I did that, I did not know what I was doing. So, yeah. that's, yeah. At all. I think I did a little I did. bit. Like, I think Definitely I got some right. teeth marks on there. I, I think I knew what I was doing the first time I gave a blowjob because the blowjob I was giving to wasn't to somebody who was really big. So oh, yeah, was, that I was able yeah. to go off. Easy peasy. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. suck a big dick first. Like, I was no hands. Yeah. Hands. Yeah. hands <laughs> nice. Down the throat. The, like, yes. first few times yeah. because he wasn't, you know, we were kids. I was... I, we were he was a kid too he was like 17 I, i'm not gonna say how old i was <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like i i like was a tomboy and stuff so i was always listening to what guys liked and what didn't and like and they would complain about ohio yeah cincinnati yeah, yeah. Like, i feel like i was just there at the Prater and gamble headquarters oh really yeah. <laughs> i feel like like east coasters we saw twin towers early. like even philly like you they started early in philly too right like yeah, I, I mean, feel like New Yorkers started. You started late, right? No, no, no. Actually, the first time I had sex, it was so bad I didn't do it again for a couple of years. Oh yes, That's I lost right. my virginity because it was like my yeah. boyfriend for a while. I was yeah. moving, and I was like, "All right, let me." And I actually didn't really want to. He kept pressuring me, and then finally, like he just did it. 
It was so bad. I was like, this is terrible. This is not what they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, is that him really Angela? No beans, no. Doing on the poor. <laughs> you said what? No beans, no. Yeah. Well, now he, because I was, I would be like, okay, okay. And then he would try and I'd be like, no, I changed my mind. Ah! You know, because I was scared and he wasn't good at like, we were young, you know, and he was a virgin too. So he didn't know how to like prep you up. Yeah. Yeah, Get me ready. I was Mm -hmm. 18. He was 36. Damn. Damn. He was twice your age. Yeah. It was just sweet. So he really knew what he was doing though. Yeah. But you know, he didn't believe that he was taking my virginity. Uh, So like he didn't pay it. No mind. He was just like, whatever. And I was, did he eat your pussy? No, definitely not. There was definitely no pussy eating happening. He's, he, yeah, no. like he wasn't was grown there. Was it good though? No, like he had a really nice dick, and it was like a lot for me to take. I remember being like, "Oh, that's a lot in there," <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, like he just wasn't. In, no, he was like not a good fuck at all. Wow. And I was, but I think that kind of set me on a trajectory, like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know this gets better. Got yeah, it. Got it. See, I was like, it has to be better. I was like, this is yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, I know it gets better. When was sure. your first time actually climaxing Durant in a course? Because that clip that went crazy, I saw so many different things about, you know, because I was saying that <sighs> when I was younger, I had my son at 16. Okay. And I literally, the way you guys saying how I lost my virginity to him, it was more so everybody around us was having sex and he was cheating on me and having sex. So I didn't want him to step out and go have sex with other. So I was like, I got to have sex with him. Like, so I was saying that I didn't, I never climaxed during intercourse with him. What was the first time? That, being that you started at 18 with a grown man. Right. It definitely wasn't that time. <laughs> though, it definitely wasn't. Um, <laughs> I got off with like finger fucking a lot. Like I had a lot okay. of orgasm, a lot of finger fucking orgasms. I told you that's underrated. No, it's no, so it's underrated. So it's really underrated. Good. Yes, I think oh today people goodness. still should be doing that. I like it. It is I not childish. Yes, you know, fingering oh me is a way to make me squirt all yes. over the place. No, yeah. like even you thinking about it. it. Oh, yeah. We need a campaign. Bring back finger fucking. Yes. Yeah. Because I know that I got off so many times with finger <laughs> fucking before actual like dick sex orgasms. Um, but it was probably honestly, it was probably with my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I got married at a young age. I got married at 19. Oh, yeah. Right at the, you lost your virginity. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he, my husband was number seven. Did you cheat on, <laughs> did you ever cheat on him while you guys were? Yeah. Even, I mean, I know you were yeah. doing, but did you ever do things that yeah. you were like not? While you were I working, I was a terrible wife. Uh, like uh, I, I'm the first yo, to just it. like, like you, you know, yeah. no, you have to. That's like where your freedom lies. Like mm-hmm. as you get older and you get more mature, you realize that there's so much freedom in just being honest and truthful. Right, you were 19 I when you got fucked. Me up i was married my all my 20s <laughs> i did terrible things wow yes no but i was in a relationship young into my 20s yeah. and I, I wasn't married but i feel like i was horrible I was yeah just, if you're young you want to do things do things yeah i was yeah. so what was like, that? like was tell me married. some of the foul shit you did you know, some of this stuff, I, like, I can't even, like, really speak on it because it's so fucking foul. No, we want to hear but, it. But, like, I definitely, it. like, you know, I definitely, like, traveled, like, all over the U.S., especially as I just first started doing porn. And I would just, like, have sex with whoever. Like, you smile at me the right way. Am I fucking? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a lie. 
<laughs> like, cause I was really like, cause I, but in my, this is so crazy, but like feel my mindset. And yeah, it's because I was secure in my relationship at home. Like I wasn't looking for a relationship. I just wanted to taste everybody and see how they felt. You know, right. like I already had a relationship that was like totally secure in. So I'm out here already having sex for work. You know, part of my job is sex. So like, what's it matter? Like, I just, I, what do you taste like? What do you taste like? What do you taste like? Like, like, like do you think like it was kind of an chocolate? addiction? Uh, not so much. Maybe a search. Okay. Like, <laughs> a tryout. Yeah. Like, like I was, tryout. because I, I guess, because I didn't, I was very like sexually interested, you know, like and sexually open. And I didn't have a lot of experiences as a young person. Mm-hmm. Once I became 18 and then I got married at 19, I already had my situation in my life, like solidified. I love my husband. I love our thing at home. Everything was great. But now that like I have part of my life on the road, it's like, Oh, everything's good at home. I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't have to worry about getting my heart broken because my heart is not involved in this. Right. Right. I'm going to suck your dick and see what it looks like. And I might (laughs) let you bend me over. See, some people think that women, some people think women can't have sex without emotions involved. Oh, no. And that's that's definitely not true. But people, that's a popular misconception, right? That Mm, men and women have sex for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes we do. That's, I mean, maybe that's common, but also sometimes we don't. Right. You know, like it's, it's almost possible. as if like we're not supposed to enjoy sex. Like we enjoy it too. Yeah, we got to be in love. We crave it. We enjoy it. We just always don't have to be in love. But do you think right. it's better when you're in love? Yeah, I mean everything. I mean the passion and everything that comes along with it, and the chemistry. I mean, it's just chemistry. It's just science. The whole serotonin, the dopamine, bring bring all that. So I gotta ask you, who was the best sex you ever had on camera? Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boost the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, 
where America goes to hire. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's a good camera. Um, so we can you know, look up some of his work. Right? So <laughs> like, yeah, right. Honestly, I always have like great sex with Lexington Steel. Okay. Like, I actually know? have a mold of his digging home. It's huge. It is very oh, huge. Wow. You do? Yeah, I have a mold of it. Don't, don't oh, ask me why. Him and I are like right. friends. So mm-hmm. it's like we have a nice friendship. But then also... Uh, I always appreciate like how loud he is and how like verbal. <laughs> no, because like I I look for feedback. Like I'm a lover. Like when I'm having sex with you, I'm like looking at you to see what you're feeling, mm-hmm. to see if you're same, liking this. Same. And he's so easy to read, you know. Like he's <laughs> just such an easy person to have sex with. Okay, yeah, that's and he feels great. Yeah, I mean it's huge though. That's it is. It's a little I mean, ridiculous. Um, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like, I do this for Can a living. You suck that. What's yeah, I do this for Lexington a living. Steel. Yeah, wow. you're right. Yeah. I, yeah, you're an expert. I can't. Yeah, like a mouth and two hands. He's he's definitely a mouth and two hands. Okay. I um, contrary to popular belief, I don't really hands. usually go down too big on like really big dicks because you end up just digging your teeth on the back of them. You know, so that's why a lot of times I get my hand involved, especially on really big. Gigi dicks. has a trick. She'll pretend yeah. to suck your dick. And no, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, you're right. When a guy, you don't have to like. 
unless he wants to push you there, you yeah, know, wants to fill your throat. But yeah. when he has a really big dick, two hands, yeah. are you him up, Two hands and I a did. mouth Come feels yeah. like I wanted to see how he looked. Yeah. I saw what his yeah. dick looked yeah. nice yeah. and wet. Yeah, yeah. two hands and a mouth and is like a, a hot, warm pussy yeah. on them. Yeah. They, when the dick is big enough, that's not <laughs> that's not for what I started with, guys. Yeah. All right, now give us a couple of tips. Let's just say you're having sex, right? And we were talking about this earlier, and the guy just isn't coming, and you're ready to be done mm-hmm. what are some things that you can do to get it gone um well like you know contact first of all you have to see what's doing it for them you have to look at their eyes and see sometimes you can just look at somebody's eyes and make that eye contact and that will get them in the zone mm-hmm. um i will like pull back from like sucking it maybe so much and like start talking dirty and like staring at their eyes and okay. talking dirty Same like and Export. like being like a cheerleader for the calm like oh i want yeah. you to come yeah, yeah. talk That's about where I you want the calm words, like come on my face yeah talk I'm about like how it's gonna feel yeah, I yes. feel like I love you works. Um, come on, my I, face works, and I feel like, uh, like you said, contact, yeah. kissing them on the neck, yeah. or rubbing their back. Yeah, and, there's something know. to do, and I'm not a scientist. I'm just a porn star. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's something about making um like a circuit, right? Like mm-hmm. when you, with your touch. So like. If you have like an extra hand or something, touch him somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, like there's something about and it's, it goes the same with you too. Like when you're about to have an orgasm, say you're like on top of him about to have an orgasm. If he reaches and touches your neck or touches your titties, it's you're more likely down. to be like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah there, it's, it, there's, it's something to do with the closing the circuit, you know, okay. like that's and the way honestly, I think about it anyway. I feel like, right. well, like even when I'm in missionary position, like when I find my hands aren't doing anything, it's like, you put your hands around his neck or on yeah. his Something. Like, you have to I, close I, the circuit. I always say yeah. this. Yep. Like I own oh, my hands. I feel like you feel the be, energy shift when you do that. Yeah. Like yeah. I always have to be rubbing a back or having my hand on a thigh, or grabbing, right? some balls. grabbing yeah. a neck. <laughs> <or> grabbing <laughs> balls. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. hands always have to be in motion. Like I've caught myself like with a hand, a dead hand, and missionary, and I'm like, what are you like, doing? Are you doing? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. You're not working hard enough. <laughs> well, you're not, you're very no dead hands. No dead hands. Yeah. You know. There's plenty of like little things to like look to see if they're enjoying it. Like, you know, you might try a kiss, you might try a neck, you might try a yeah. nipple, you might try the nuts, you might try looking at them in the no, face even, and like be dirty um, talking. Yeah, like uh, breathing in their ear. Breathing or heavy. Air. Yeah. Right. I'll take my tongue and like rub it all around it's your ear while nuts. I'm twisting your nipple with one hand and jerking your cock with the other. Oh my God. No stone unturned. Very most All right, so what does that mean that guys? like that maybe we don't do enough that you've learned like from mm, having been with for sure okay like nipples hands down is like a big big thing for guys like a lot more than you and a maybe they don't even think. know like just go for it like unless they say no go for a nipple mm-hmm. I and swear I always go for a nipple yeah. and I get the guys that are like what are you doing no guys yeah. do really like that uh, yeah. they like, don't want to admit it because they feel like it's feminine yeah. you know if you're wondering what you're about to do to this nipple I wouldn't just like tweak the nipple right so like maybe like put a little spit on your uh-huh, finger or thumb and just, just kind of like yeah. rub it in circles okay uh-huh. yeah start out with that and then 
maybe like your mouth. But yeah, a nipple will surprise even the guy. He'll be like, oh, shit. Maybe it's my fault because I make it funny. What, the nipples? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I go for the nipple and I make it funny. Maybe it's my fault. Yeah, no. I like gotta this? make it a little more Yeah, serious. you could do it while you're making out or like while <laughs> yeah, you're like exactly. sucking the dick, you know? That's good advice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to try that. I also remember the story of the Sarah J. Soldiers. You were trending, right? And the Sarah J. Soldiers were just really giving you your props. No, I know. You know, yes. did you love that? About what, what was I trending for that time? Um, uh, was I think they were just giving you your props. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Like, I, I, um, I'm so appreciative that people still talk about me 22 years no, later. No, that's a long right? time to yeah. be, like, like yeah, still. it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Um, and sometimes they're talking shit, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they say a nice stuff. Either it's, way they talk. Yeah. No, it's totally Either way we get into the money. Period. Yeah, I could care less, to be honest with you. I'm like, oh, you guys, the people are you guys still give a fuck what I'm doing? That's nice. And the people People who are talking shit are probably watching some some of the stuff you produce and direct. So you know thank what? You. There is so much stuff that I've had my fingerprint on in the adult industry. That's it's impossible not to. Exactly. It's impossible not to. Either you saw a performer that I managed, a scene that I directed, yep. a scene that I produced, a scene that I was in. Like it's impossible to like avoid me. Like when you break up with me, it's impossible to avoid you. You're gonna see me on Instagram. <laughs> You're going to hear me on the radio. You might see me on TV. Like, it's just... You're good. You're gonna run into me, bro. No matter what, if you hate me or not, it is what I'm it gonna is. be there. You know, you better block my whole name, mute my whole word, everything. Exactly. Block my hashtag, everything. <laughs> now, do you prefer filming with women or with men? I prefer threesomes. Okay. Like, like a lot of what I shoot is a lot of threesomes because I feel like you get the best of both worlds. If you are somebody who wanted to see these two girls together, guess what? You're gonna see it. You're going to see the guy and the girl together. You're going to see that. You're going to see the other guy and the other girl together. And then you're going to see a threesome. I think threesome is like the best of mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I love threesomes. Okay. All right. What about two guys and a girl? Like I love that, that too. I love that too. I but viewers that. don't like, like that as much because like everybody wants to fantasize about the two girl threesome. But uh-huh. uh, I think a lot of times women fantasize about the two guy threesome. Yeah. yeah. You know? so, but I, I yeah. guess guys, you think guys watch porn more than. Definitely. Yeah. 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 A lot so, more. Yeah. I throw one in there every now and there. The, uh, here's the other thing is like, I don't like to force things to happen. So mm-hmm. like if it's um, easy to cast, like, oh, you two guys worked together before? <laughs> oh, did you want to do a scene with these two guys? Okay, cool, let's do that next week. Yeah. Okay, right. cool. Like, like, but like, I need to know it's going to be easy. I don't want to put you as a guy, if you were a guy, right. and you over there <laughs> as a guy, and you guys don't really know each other, right. and you guys and haven't touched penises before. Make sure you guys are comfy. No, I, w- I prefer it. Like, like, I want my day to be easy. I'm trying to make my life easier harder mm. i feel like i could write a good scene you probably can you, you so yeah, you're gonna writer. direct and, and produce porn now no i would write something <laughs> and then sarah J can direct it and produce yeah, it absolutely i can okay. do that okay uh, this sounds like a partnership <laughs> <laughs> i just uh, you know people are so scared i mean part of why we do lip service is people be so nervous and scared to talk about sex and yeah. i think these are healthy conversations to have but um, yeah you know some people like 
they some people appreciate it because there's no other place for them to hear certain conversations. And I think it is educational. Yeah. You know, what are your DMs like? I'm sure people hit you up and ask you questions all the time. What's like the most popular question you get? Most of them are about anal, which is really funny because I don't you know, do anal. Right. Right. Yeah, people. Do you do anal in your personal life? Mm-mm. Not, not I don't at all. Do anal? No. I'm what about like anal toys, uh-uh. like a butt plug? No, no. You know what? I'll take a tongue in my ass, but that right. is it. Yeah, no. I get nervous about poop after that. I mean, more that's power to you if you do it, but that's mm-hmm. not me. I'm telling you yeah. though, with this lube, they would sell out if you um. <laughs> right. Your first, right? Did your first anal Just something to think about. Yep. As a marketing person. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of guys want to want to um, also tell their partner how to improve. Mm-hmm. Also, that seems to That's be a, fact. a very common yeah. thing. Like, you know, I don't really like the way my girl sucks my dick. Like, how do I tell her that she's like killing Terrible. it? You know, <laughs> I know, like I get I get a lot of like guys that are not pleased with their partner and they okay. don't know how to communicate that. Oh, that's tough. Because yeah. people are sensitive about that too. Yeah. But part of being in a great relationship is being yeah, able to communicate, communicate those things in a positive way. Yeah. yeah, one of the things that I think a lot of people just like overlook and it's just so easy to do is to like be verbal during sex. Yes. And yes. you don't in even necessarily have to think of like creative shit. You can just be like, oh, I like that. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, that oh yeah. So that's good. great. And then when you don't like something, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like, but then when you go back to the good thing you're like oh yeah no no no, that that that, 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 oh baby whoa not there you can do that too you know what go back to the clit go back to the clit go back to the clit i feel like all men like getting their dick sucked differently just like women like getting their pussy ate differently so i like hands some people don't i really appreciate when the guy tells me like exactly where he wants my head or you know what position he wants me to be in that he likes because I might be doing something crazy that I think is wonderful yeah, he's for him loving it. and it's like hurting him or right. something Absolutely. so I like I, I was with a guy and you know I remember he would tell me he, he would like he would tell me like and it felt good for him to tell me like I you know because I, I, I like taking instructions mm-hmm. so you know like once I knew what he liked it was I, he didn't have to tell me anymore you know and I like taking instructions like I, I, like, I like when a guy be like when, when a like, guy's like breathe you. like breathe take it take it further breathe breathe a little <laughs> <laughs> like being controlled that. that's how my, my ex-husband oh my God, was like that with yeah. me and honestly it was so helpful and like yeah. I feel like I suck really good dick because of him <laughs> like I Thanks. do I do like we all He's learn happy. different things from each other but like yeah he'd be like okay a little tighter with your middle ring finger and I'd be like like no. it's just him and I so like yeah no he'd be like super specific and I, yeah I, I love would that. he have been exactly. into like I being like a cuckold or anything no never. not at all okay. not at all he was super dominant okay. like I we had a really um, we had a decent you know decent sex life like to be honest with you it's like as much I'm just like a very sexual person like Mm -hmm. I want to have sex with everybody you know at that that time I mean I was in my 20s you know like I was ready for the world so it was just like but yeah no we had a decent sex life and everything and he had a nice dick and it was just like he was he really liked getting his dick sucked and I really like sucking dick so like perfect yeah and like like I he would sit there sometimes even play video games and I would just suck his dick and he would just be like gamers yeah he was like 
wider, wider, and you know, he'd be like, that. just a little oh, bit tighter. He'd be like, don't forget about my balls, you know, and like twirl your tongue around the head of my dick. And like, yes. yeah, That's like, my favorite. Yes. I love that. I mm-hmm. love when a guy is vocal. I like yep. when I'm having sex and a guy is talking mm-hmm. to me in my ear and telling yeah. me when he's about to come I and to hear too. him grunt when he comes. You know what oh. part of that is, though, is that that's so them good. being present. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like, yes. that's them telling you that, like, I really like what you're doing enough to give you specific instructions. I want you to do it even better. Yeah. You know, like, and it's kind of like a bonding thing, to be honest with you. It's like, he's like letting you know that he, he's like, you're, he's here with you and we're doing this together. You know, I know. I love that. I put so much effort and emphasis on sex, but that's like my whole life, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, nobody better to ask you. Yeah. And clearly it's paid off. So, yes. We know you're, you know what you're doing. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. No, you know, and I still enjoy it, which is great. I'm yeah. just, yeah, I'm thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, you know, I love I'm like 25. You're like, am I going to still want to fuck at 45? <laughs> the answer is yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, listen, we're going to check back in when you're 60 and see what's right. happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I want y'all looking at I want to know when you had a, in a relationship. <laughs> so like, I can't believe that you, so you don't right? see yourself getting in a relationship at all. I don't ever. Like, it's just not something that um i feel like i need in my life like i got a lot of really good friends that i spend like companionship time with like really great people that i work with and that i spend time with that we go different places and do different things so it's like you so know i'm not boy. no no you can get on my brother right. my brother husband have you ever been oh, to yes. brother husband? I've been watching that secret and brother even, husband. Even still, when you get in a relationship, <laughs> all of that has to change. You have to switch your friend circle and all of that. And you were married already. You experienced yeah. it. And what do I need? Maybe I she did and she yeah, was stepping right. out what the whole marriage. But you know what? I think that sometimes you have to just learn something about yourself too and be like, maybe that's not me. Man, it's not me. It's all right. And it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We can be whoever we are. Well, Sarah J, um, the CBD products are here. It actually helped Gigi a lot. She was yes, having really I, bad. I was, I was over here with it like You twice, sound twice. better, even. Yeah, it really helped <laughs> oh, allergies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Maybe put a little on your neck if you're feeling a little like stiffness in your... You know? Well, where can people find these products? You can get it at sarahjcbd.com. Okay. Yeah, okay. we've got bath bombs, personal lubricant, massage oil, and the pain roll on. All right, well, I can't wait to try mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. But we thank you so much for coming. We've been, like I said, wanting to have you up here, and now we can see why. Thank You're you definitely like me. the expert on all <laughs> yeah, things. All big sport. No, yeah. I, I've definitely I'm taken mental notes. Sex. This, you know how many people learn how to do things and today in particular they learn right. a lot no, I'm gonna stop being I'm gonna stop being funny about the nipples I'm gonna yeah, make see? it serious yeah, yeah make it, make it a little sensual yeah. Yes. Yes. yes yes maybe start up I'm here and work your way down because I know guys like nipples I, mm-hmm. I've, I've been with guys that want you to suck their dick and the nipples at yeah, the same yeah, time like, and if we like that nipples I mean you know it's the same story I know they like it yeah well Sarah J thank you so much really appreciate yeah, it for are you still me. on instagram or are you kicked off of there you know what they kicked me off once and it was like i'm not the type to be like begging so right. like so yeah not playing no I'm games just not but like, only fans is lit yes of course and twitter okay. i'm on twitter Sarah and tiktok and tiktok yeah i'm yeah. doing tiktok okay. <laughs> get to the money baby yeah all right Sarah J, thank you so much thank you thanks Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? 
Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.